What's up, everybody? You now tune in to the Hey Now Podcast. Hey Now. What's up, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the Hey Now Podcast. On this episode, man, we got a recap with my boy, Kashif Pratt. You know, we got a chance to follow up and see what he's been up to, you know, since the first episode. He really set the tone for us, and we forever grateful for Cash, man. Cash is definitely tribe, and I'm just glad that he's doing something that I know, I know is going to change the culture. So enough of me, sit back and relax, it's the recap. Of Kashi Pratt. Hey now. Right, we'll, we'll talk about that off camera. We'll talk about that off camera. Alright, man. So we're back. It's the Hey Now podcast. It's been a while, but we're back. And our guest for the day is none other than Kashif Pratt. Hey, I'm back. Kashif Pratt, we basically owe everything to Cash. You know, he might not say no, but mm-hmm. Cash really had the ball rolling for us, you know. Once he got on, everything was like a domino effect and made everything guys, a little easier. You guys had the idea. I was the first one on, so what? But without you guys, it, I wouldn't have been the first one on. I wouldn't have been on. You guys had the idea. But, but still, you know. You but know, we was in the crib. We, we was in the crib, crib too. Yo, like, we was in the crib. We was in the crib. Shout out to Shaq, man. He had to work, you know, late shit. Shaq got a job? You know, Shaq is electrician. Strong, you know, no shout out to Gabby, you know, uh, across, across the, the water. water. Shout out to across the waters, B-Ball, you know, all my hoopers. You know how he give it up. it up on the European side. Follow yeah, yeah, follow that. Um, so let's get into it, man. Let's let's talk about these Lakers, man. Lakers looking good. Lakers looking good. Looking great. You know what's crazy? All right, looking great. How, wait, how you feel about people saying that, uh, about the schedule? So here's my thought. I was about to talk on that, right? It's so crazy where we're talking about basketball, where you're talking about strength of schedule. And I'm like, this isn't college. Like, what do you mean strength of schedule? These are the richest, the richest basketball players in the world. The like, RPIs. The best basketball players in the world. Like, you're talking about strength of schedule. Wait. To my knowledge, they're playing teams that was in the playoffs last year. Like, what do you mean strength of schedule? Like, and it's like, it's sad that, right? But I guess because it's LeBron James, right? We got to find a way. Remember when he was in Cleveland and Miami and he was, what he did, eight, nine years straight in the finals? And everybody was saying, oh, he in the weak East. Now he gets to the West. Now, and let's, the fuck now let's keep it real. Everyone that's been in the West, for the, that's in the West now, been in the West for the last couple of years. So now he's in the minute. West. He's in the West and everybody's like, oh, Stratford's schedule is weak, weak. What you mean? Like, it's just weird, man. And it's sad, I think. A lot of people take for granted, you know, what LeBron James has done for the game, right? Like, I think he's an ultimate team player. You know, he showed he can score the ball when he wants to. And it's just, like, we take him for granted. Like, man, it's, it's, it's hard. I can't say it ain't going to never be another Le- LeBron James because it may be, but it's going to be hard. Like, he does a lot That's of things game, yeah. that, you know what I'm saying, as a, as a fan and as a – you know, a, a kid watching, and you know, like, it's a, like you can watch LeBron and, and you can take different parts. Like, there's some players where you can say, all right, you know, he's a scorer. Like, all right, I got to just take how he scores the ball. Like, he don't do nothing else. You know, LeBron, you might be a guy that's not that good on your team. And, you know, like, let me watch. I, I'm a guard. I was just explaining to a young kid, DeMarco Watson, right? And I was telling him on the pick and roll, being able to drag the big out before you make a move instead of when the screen comes, you're just going right away. And Le- I think LeBron James is one of the best I ever saw, you know, at that in pick and roll. He does a great job of just dragging the big out and making the team make a decision. Are we going to switch with LeBron? Are we going to double? We can't double because he's going to pass. Are we going to switch? You know what I'm saying? Are we going to ice it? Like, what are we going to do? And I think LeBron James does a great job with that. So, like, if you're a guy, you're a point guard, right? You may not be the scorer. And I, like, you could just take that from LeBron. Just take that. You know what I'm saying? You know, you a hustle guy. You can just take the chase down block from him. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different aspects of this game that you can take from him, man. I think he does a great job with that. So you said, you know, he's done a lot for the game, right? Mm-hmm. So how you feel about the commentators in Utah last night, you know, being upset because my man Brown was out there, you know, uh, celebrating on the court with no sneakers, which he just gave to a little kid. 
So that's the thing, right? The commentator was like, it's so disrespectful. It's Utah, though. How could he? But you can't speak on that. It's Utah. That's, that's a <laughs> fact. Speak on it's that. Utah. But here's the thing. The game's over, right? He's not going back in the game. Mm-hmm. Right? This man literally took his shoes off and gave them to two young fans. Autographed and gave them to two young fans, right? Now, he could have sat. His teammate made a great play. He could have continued to sit on the bench and not sit up and cheer, right? But he got up and cheered for his teammate. All right, he was on the court a little bit. So what? So, like, what's the difference between that and then guys, you know what I'm saying? It's not disrespectful when guys are on the, on the sideline dancing and all of that. Oh, when somebody hit a three, right? Yeah, like, come on. That's not disrespectful. But why is it disrespectful, right? We, like, we talk about that. LeBron James takes his, he's got nine shoes off. What about the other day when the Knicks are down 45 and they lose the game and Mitchell Robinson asked Giannis for his sneakers right after the game on the court? <laughs> nah, first of all. Ain't nobody talking about that. That really happened? I ain't even right, asking for his shoes as soon as the game was over. Asking for his shoes, just man, just beat you by 45. Nobody talking about that, but again, because LeBron James, we always gotta find something. The narrative. And it's, it's, it's sad, man. It's sad how they treat that man. Beloved, how, what are your thoughts on that? Utah is the state of Mormon. <laughs> okay? Most players of color will tell you when they go to Utah, the fans are out there using racial slurs. Yeah. Uh, you know, making all kinds of derogatory personal comments. There's there's several incidents every year. So um, the commentator was the commentator who works who works for the jazz. So I mean we live now. What's that? SA Now podcast? We live? No, that's my drive. That's a drive. Yeah, so I'll be the first to say those comments were racially motivated. Yep, you think I, so? Yeah, I know so. Was it a black man that made that comment? White. It was he white. was white. He was white. <laughs> you know what? Um, <laughs> I don't. I try to stay away from the, you know, the the, the, racial, the thing. racial thing, right? I think like I support everybody, right? If it's good, you know, I don't care who who's in charge, right? I don't. I support it, but I get what you're saying, right? And it's like we try not to make it a racial thing. And one thing about LeBron, LeBron, he addresses these social. You know what I'm saying? Justice, right. But he he never makes it a racial thing. And it's just like, why? Why do that? Because at the end of the day, we're talking about the Lakers. Can you imagine if a player in a Utah Jazz, the Lakers, Utah Jazz up 25 in the fourth quarter, and a player in Utah Jazz, autographs using it away, and he had a socks on, no one would say anything. Right? Again, we're talking about the visiting team. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I think no one would say, no one would have said anything. Yo, shout out to Lou, I agree with that point, but the Louis fact that it's and every year there's several incidents, you know, I, you know, you know I got to speak on what I see. And then you also, I want to know how Donovan Mitchell will be surviving out there. Um, it ain't that tough. I mean, he's a star player. <laughs> he's insulated. He's a star, he's a star player, and it's absolutely nothing to do with Utah. You know, he's a star player. Um, he interacts with the fans. You know, he gives away tickets and things like that, so he's probably fine. It's nothing to do with Utah. Yo, so Melo back in the league. Melo back. Melo back. I clap. You know what's funny? I have a problem with Melo. I actually like Melo. You know what's funny? It's funny. It's funny, right? I remember everybody. Yo, that's crazy. Everywhere I went, everybody was like, oh, yo, yo, your man is done. He ain't getting back in. It's funny, right? And I I laugh because he's been doing. I'm not even going to say he's been doing so well, right? Because he's been doing what we know he can do. He's been doing, yeah. This is what he he does, does, right? And people, I've been watching people. Who's been posting him and all? Oh, I knew, it. and I'm like, it's funny, right? I re- I remember just last month being in the gym, and I remember when he was Carmelo Anthony on the Knicks, and everyone wanted to be in the gym, and we was in the gym in in September. Me, him, Zay, Brick, like, and no one wanted to be in the gym now, right? It's not, it's not cool for them no more to say they're in the gym watching Melo workout. Or I remember God saying when he signed. I remember when someone someone said when he signed with Portland, someone said. All right, I'm gonna start a petition to get all of the uh, Portland home games in Chris Brickley's gym because that's the only place where Melo can make shots. Now the guy's averaging 20 points. What are you gonna say? You know, and then I think I think Portland. It's so funny, right? I, you can say you can say Portland's a great fit. We're talking about Carmelo Anthony, one of the best players of all time. Anywhere was a good fit. You just had to have guys buy, buy in. You just have to have guys buy in. You know what I'm saying? And Melo's not the guy who's going to be selfish. You know what I'm saying? He just wants transparency. You know, he went like he doesn't feel Houston went straight up with him, and that was it. Like, and he's not a guy. He's a guy that's like, 
If he spills, he's somewhere he's not wanted. He's not gonna waste his time. Right, right. He's, right. he's been through this, right? But we we forget that. Like we talking about Carmelo Anthony. He learned. Like everybody's like, oh man, look at him. Like Melo's playing. Like they should think about making him an All Star. No, Melo's an All Star talent. Like there's no question. Like. Melo's an all-star talent, man, and the team is winning. But I think um, when he sat down with, uh, with Rachel, he was saying that, you know, like, it's just that narrative that's out there, like, about him being, like, you know our problem. You want to know, know the real problem? The media's crazy, you know? We, we, we let, right, yeah, we, 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 let we, we let the media control the narrative. Like, we, we let the media <clears throat> herbs into our culture, Right. We let we let other people dictate our culture, and it's sad because what happens is Jennings can be a high school athlete, and Jennings can be the number one high school athlete in New York City. And I may come to him and say, "Young fella, you good, but you got to work on your jumper." You know what I'm saying? You're not you're not gonna be getting 25 shots a game in college. Like, man, Cash is hating. Cash played on the college team where a lot of guys nobody got 20 shots. You know what I'm saying? Cash, I, I got that experience. Cash is, you know what I'm saying? Cash represent players who, who was able to take 20 shots in college and don't got that. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I know, and they looking at me as hate. Whereas, you grab the guy who never played, who's going to tell you, man, you're going to be a star. And then when you're not a star, those guys are nowhere to be found. Mm. And Cash is still here because he knew what's going to happen. And Cash was like, yo, don't worry about it. You're going to be all right. Back to the drawing board. But we're, we're looked at as haters when we're honest. Why? Like, how is it hate when being honest? It, you know, I tell you all the time, it's hate if you lie to someone. Facts. That's hate. Because you're lying to them so they can fail and you can see them fail. That's hate. Big facts. That's hate. But being able to tell a kid the real, that's the real deal. You know, it's too much, it's too much hate, right? Like, you take, you know what I'm saying, everybody wants to you know, get their ass kissed. It's like, man, it's just that's not the real world. Like, it's okay for someone to tell you the things you need to work on and tell you, like, you know what, you're a good player, right? But it's, it's things you need to work on, even as a person. Like, you know and and I totally like agree with you on that. And I just don't get it. I don't know if it's the youth, man. I just don't get it. Cause like, if you, you it's funny, right? You take Melo, right? We were talking about Melo, right? When Melo went through whatever he went through, Oklahoma City, Houston, no one never said. Anything about his game? No, oh, Melo's not a good fit for them. Melo's should come with the bench. Mello's, but it was like, where was your why? That's always my thing. Like, you got a problem? Just explain to me why. I, you can explain to me why. I'll take it and move. But when you come across, oh, you can't do that. Why? No one never had a why about Melo. He was still making shots. Yeah. Oh, he wasn't averaging twenty. He was taking less shots. If you took the shots he took and you multiplied them, if he he took six shots a game. You give him 15 shots a game, he didn't average 20 over it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was never a why with Melo. It was always, oh, it's not a fit for him, and he needs the ball, and he needs to do this. Not, oh, he don't, oh, he don't shoot threes like Houston. He, like, where was your why? There was never no why. And, that, and, that, and, that, and that's the problem we have. We put guys in control who have no experience, who've never played, and who just don't care. Some people don't care if this kid fails or not. Me, I come from the same place these kids come from. I care if they fail or not. And you hit it right there, man, because going back to before you said the the mellow comment, it's like you have these people around these kids telling these these kids something, but it's for their benefit, you know? It's, it's, it's not it's not even for like for like the kids' benefit, you feel me? It's so they could look good and and I'm just not I'm just not with all that, you know. And I be when I talk to the kids, I be trying to tell them, you feel me? It's like you gotta understand my experience. I don't care what nobody says. Like overshadows, Anything. whoever yo, the yeah. people I've been around, the people I played against, just everything. No, the, the people who I'm close with. It's like, so funny, it's, right? You go, you go, you I go, seen it. You go walking, you go walking right now, and someone can say, "Man, I'm looking to go overseas to Spain to play with this da da da," and literally, someone not knowing that you spent a whole two seasons in Spain working at a basketball academy. No one would never know that. You're more qualified than the kids from high school coaches to help them with that. Yo, and no one would ever know. I see some high and school it's, coaches. And it's, it's whack. Like, oh man, I seen. Yeah, yeah, we like Let's move. Yeah, man. And it's crazy. And it's like, like I remember, like a lot of a lot of high school coaches would get mad at me because 
you know, I would go straight to the player, straight to the family, and let them know, like, listen, you need to stop doing this, you need to do this, like, and then high school, just, oh, uh, like, you're not in charge, you haven't, like, you haven't birthed, like, the craziest lines there was, that's, that's my kid. That's my kid. I should be like, are you university? You name university? <laughs> you didn't, you didn't sit nine months pregnant, like, you mean in the hospital? What do you mean? You're the kid's dad. What do you mean? You're a kid. That's not your kid. You're a mentor. You're someone that wants to help. You're a coach. Fine. But it's not your kid. Because guess what? If that kid fails, that ain't gonna be you're not gonna say that's your kid. And that's what I really like hate the most, man, is like when the shit don't when when the shit don't work out, that's where everybody like disappear, man. Cause mm-hmm. I've been around some hoopers, yo, that they had how a lot many of guys? Love, yo. How many guys? Okay, how many guys that shit it went right from day one? Not many. So when it don't work out, all right, let's go back to the drawing board and let's figure, figure this shit out. out. What we did wrong here, what we did wrong here. Let's change a few things and let's keep it moving. That's it. Not oh shit, you know what? Damn, he ain't that good. See you later. I'm going to find the next kid. Like that's that's some pedophile shit to me. <laughs> Straight up, that's some pedophile shit. Like you got grown men saying, Man, let me find the next nice kid. And oh wait, oh shit. His father ain't around? Yeah, I'm gonna hang with him. This kid, this kid is better, but his father's around. Ah, I'm good. I'm gonna hang around him. He ain't got no father around. Let me go. So yeah. what? If you got a father around, if you feel you have some some ways to Something help that to kid, add value. Go help. Yeah, go help. But that's I always what... I always felt like I got on myself if I saw it could be a kid I don't know. Kid, I know if there was something I knew that I can add value, I can help, and I kept my mouth shut. It was a problem for me. I, I refuse to. I, I've always been the, the the person, the kid that someone that that just if I can help, I'm gonna help. If I can't, I can't. You know, my parents taught me at an early age that everyone's not gonna say yes to you. You know, we your parents, mm-hmm. we're gonna try to say yes as much as we can, but everyone's not gonna say yes to you. Mm-hmm. So I understand the world. Like I hate when people like. I may ask someone for something, they be like, oh, yeah, yeah, see what I can do, I got you, I got you, like, and they can't do it, like, just tell me no, you can't do it, fine. So, family, That's family, fine. I, I recently, like, experienced That's that, fine. you know, like, I'm, I'm, I'm at an age, you know, that I'm an adult, and we can have this conversation, like, yo, I can't do that for you. That's it, That's mm-hmm. it. That's it. you can't I'm do it. I'm cool with that. Fine. Like, keep it real with me. If like, you can't do it for me, like, why, if you know you can't do it, why would tell me you can do it, now I'm thinking you can do it. Like, you can't do it. That's fine. You ain't Superman. It's okay. Man, manage expectations yeah. accordingly. Boy, tell you, just manage expectations is, yeah. is the key. In yeah, you should tell me. Uh, undersell, overdeliver. Unders- I, I always I always did that. Ever since I started in the workplace at 20 years old, you know, I remember one time my job was to find, um, it was day one on, on a job, and he was like, yeah, we need to find LeBron. It's great to talk about LeBron James. LeBron James wanted to have, he wanted to give kids a place to hoop in for, for a Saturday. It was no school, season didn't start, and he went to find seven gyms around New York City. He's like, oh, yeah, we need you to find this by Friday. Da-da. Go on my phone, boom, I got it at the end of the day, I got all seven gyms locked in. And I realized, like, I didn't tell them anything. They was like, damn, you got it that fast? So you Friday? I was like, yeah. So I started to realize, like, you know what? Under promise, over deliver. Right? You might tell me, yo, cash, man, I need, I need those Jordan 1s that's coming out. I know I can get them. Yo, okay, I'm going to try. I get them. you like, yo, good looking. I don't get them. you like, yo, you said you was going to try. So, you know, I reached out to someone else. Good looking out. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's like, oh, yeah, I got you. I got you. I'm the man. Everybody, like, and, and like, it's crazy. Like, you, it, everything comes full circle, right? Because even we can go into the club scene and everything. Like, we got men trying to impress other men. Other men. Trying to impress other men. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, instead of saying, like, yo, I can't do this. I'm not, like. You know what I'm saying? Guys want to go spend thousands of dollars in the club. You know what I'm saying? Don't. It's just sad. Like, you know what I'm saying? Just just be who you are. Like, And if people can't accept you for who you are, then keep it moving. You shouldn't be around those people if you At can't all. really do that, man. That's my big thing, though, man. But uh, going back to something that you said earlier, one thing that I can vouch for, man, is when anybody has said anything regarding you or any players, you know, I always said, like, Cash never want anything from these kids. The only thing Cash want, you know, is to help these kids out. And I've been there. Yeah, it's funny. I, I, yo, I yo, lived. I lived with you. It's bro. funny. I'm not gonna. So. I'm not gonna say the school, and I'm not gonna say the, the schools 
or the kid, because you know the kid, because the kid was in our house all the time when we lived together, right? So you know he's playing well right now. Wait. Oh yeah, young boy. Is. He's playing well. We know. I was, I was just about to say his name, but I'm not. But he actually today he's been watching. But he's playing well. He's in junior college. He's playing well. And the school asked me like, yeah, you know, we recruited him. Like, do you need anything? I'm like, need anything? Nah. Make sure he's good. <laughs> you know, I got good seats. Make sure I got good seats. That's it. Make sure he's good. And he ain't got nothing to worry about. And I got good seats. That's all I need. That's it. Like. Kev, I remember you. It's, yo, ne- it's never about us. Come on, Kev. You remember we went, Edgar Sosa, man, playing that one team in the country, senior night. We was there. Oh, yeah, senior night. Definitely Louisville. Louisville, knocked those, Louisville, knocked those, we was there. Like, Syracuse, yeah. I, I, was making, I was making $50 a month at that time. I was, yo, that flight was 237 I got there two days early because it was cheap. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because I want to support my brother. Like, I don't need nothing from no one. And let's keep it up. Let's keep it a buck. It's senior night. Mom Dukes was there, Bo yeah. Bros was there, and me and you was there. If he wanted to, he could have been like, yo, y'all, and we know how he is. Yo, y'all, y'all need me to get the flight? I got y'all. Like, no, nah, we're going we gonna to get our own. We're going to support. Like, people only want to support you if they can, if, like, if someone can do for you. Like, that's not support. It's not support. You know, it's, I, I was seeing, like, it's not support. like, if someone got a clothing line, right, and then they might give you, a, yo, yo, here's a free, t- free T-shirt, right? Like, you had the you had the t-shirts and you sent me and Scarlett the t-shirts, right? My wife, you sent us the t-shirts. And I posted on the gram, like, I didn't write support Kevin. You sent it to me. That was just you giving it to me. You were supporting me. I didn't support you. All I did was post it. Mm-hmm. Now, if I went and brought it, but you wasn't selling them, but if I went and brought it, that's support. Right. You know what I'm saying? But if someone gave you some free shit and you wear it, that's not support. Support, go buy it. Go buy it. It was funny, like... And don't ask for a discount. Me, you know my, you know my young fella, LS, that, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, was at mm-hmm. school with you. We was having a conversation about Fab and Casanova talking to Shiggy about doing a challenge and everything. They was like, oh, well, if it was Drake, you would have did it for free. And I was like... Well, yeah, I, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I see and that. I said, Fab and them is wrong because at the end of the day, if it wasn't Shiggy, if it was someone they didn't know who was popular, they would have, they would have the, 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 the record company cut a check. But because it's Shiggy and it's someone they know and it's cool and he's gonna come up, it's like, they yo, do that for that. free. Why? Why do it for free? Raw Peter to pay Paul. Why? Like, why do it for free? If you know the red company's gonna put aside five k for for this video, to, yo, Shiggy, yeah, yo, I got five thousand. I just need you to do this. Facts. I'm about to start also, start charging a consulting fee. Yo. Also, you niggas want to pick my brain? Y'all gonna have to stop. And, and I ain't gonna lie, Facts. the fat the fat mixtape is nice. I like it, but let's keep it a buck. You actually Shiggy you do it for free. The video been out for two months already, so now you asking Shiggy to come and do something extra. Like it ain't like the video. No, you're, you're asking Shiggy to post to give it some steam because you're only gonna sell thirty thousand units your first week. Exactly. I like the mixtape, but exactly. those so, are the numbers. So now think about and it. You, like, and you lost fans because of that the mystical. Uh, but why? But why? But why ask? Why? Why we gotta ask our people to do stuff for free if we gonna pay strangers all the time? We always ask our people to do for free. You seen that interview where he gave uh, Lil Wayne, when he said, uh, I think he was in Drink Champs, when he said he gave Lil Wayne 100000 for a feature, Lil Wayne came in for five minutes. Took all the champagne. Took all bounced. the champagne, 100000 Bounce. I think so never came out. So I'm like, I'm saying you gave Wayne 100000 why, like, why, why we can't take care of our own people and celebrate together? It's nasty outside. Self-hate. We don't love ourselves. We refuse. We refuse to see others do good in our circle. Like I tell all the time, like you know, I tell kids, like I'm like, hey, man, everybody, I, I got my crew. You know, we all good. Everybody got their crew. I said, if they, if they, if, so, if you better than, and if you better at everything, then every person in your crew, you're in the wrong crew. Facts. EQ. Everybody in your crew EQ. should be better at something else. Oh, um, yo, like, somebody should be able to pick up the slack. Yo, um, since we was talking about you know the young the young folks and all that, how you feel about the uh, the stunt the NCAA pulled on on Weinstein? What's his name? Wiseman. Wiseman. I'm sorry. Here's the thing. On Wiseman. Penny Penny wasn't considered a they called Penny a booster, but he was just an alumni, right? But I don't really consider it a violation, right? I just think what happens is. Here's a here's a coach who came in the non-traditional way. He didn't serve as a GA, an ops, an assistant, and he wound up getting the best player in the country. 
And NCAA is like, yo, we got to put a stop to this. And it's like, for what? So now, all right, you suspend him 12 games. He got to give back 11000 Who cares, right? You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all doing that. Penny, what Penny, what I, what I love about Penny is I went to the game on Thanksgiving Day. I, I ate two plates, went to watch them play. You know what I'm saying? Nigga, I ate them shits at 9 in the morning, too, annoying cats. No, 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 they played at 4. So I ate two plates, went to that game. They suspended James Wiseman. Penny still got other players. His team don't stop when James Wiseman ain't there. Right, that's a real coach. He built a real team. He's not a, he didn't, he's showing that he didn't just come here and say, I got James Wiseman and I'm going to win. I no. just got this seven he, footer, we're going to make it work. He built a real team and they're fine. You know what I'm saying? And the NCAA, you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out to my man D. I ain't going to say his full name out. He's from the NCAA. We talk and everything. They're, they're still trying to figure it out. You know, and I, and I think a lot of kids, like, you got to. And nigga Sean, my fuck. Nigga Sean said, y'all need me up there, man. Stop yeah. front. Pull up, LS. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we was talking, um, shout out to the OG, Rob Strickland. You know what I'm saying? We was talking the other day, and we was like, man. Rob be coming to my gym. Yeah, yeah, you know, kids. Boxing gym. You know, kids Kids always, right? Big ups to Jamal Howard, another former NBA player doing well with Michigan. Yeah, I like what he's doing over right? there. Right? Kids, you want to you wanna, you wanna become a pro? Go play for Penny Hardaway. Go play for Jawan Howard. Go play for Damon Stoudemire, Damon right? Stoudemire. Go play for those guys who played in the pros and that can help, right? Why not? Even like you look at Penny Hardaway at Memphis, he has Mike Miller on his staff. Mm-hmm. Other pros, right? Who, who who are collecting pensions? He has Cody Topper on his staff who played in the G League and coached in, in the G League, right? And then he was coaching the Phoenix Suns. Whereas, like, hey son, you may not make it to the NBA right away. But you may have to play in the G League and grind it out. Mm-hmm. Cody Topper can give you that experience, right? Mm-hmm. And it's so sad that, like, like again, we 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 validate guys with no resume, and we give them, but well, we give our people who've done it the hard. Um, but what I was saying was, like, you know, why are we not, like, as a parent, right? I don't have any kids, but like, think about if you're a parent, right? And you, you know, you watch basketball in the '80s and the '90s, right? You Penny Hardaway. Juwan Howard, Damon Stoudemire. We're talking about three great players. Dogs, yeah. Three dogs. Like, I man. Want, I want my kid to go there. I want my kid to be coached by them. I want mm. them to help. Like, I want them to show my kids the way. Like, we don't do enough of that, right? We so busy looking at the NCAA and saying, oh, wait, well, my kid go there to get investigated. And I'm like, man, these are kids in the day. Like, what what they doing? You know, and it's like, oh, everybody's like, I was telling someone the other day, and it was like, Luka Doncic. Great player, right? Doing phenomenal. I ain't going to fry. I'm, rock, I'm with Luca. Rock with Luca. Right? Rock with Luca. Luca triple doubles and everything. Uh-huh. This mm-hmm. last month, he had about mm-hmm. five triple mm-hmm. doubles. Uh-huh. Russell Westbrook did it for three years. And we was like, oh, man, he's reckless. He's stat padding. But as soon as Luca do it for a month, it's like, oh, man, Luca, go to the child. But I think it's also different because he's in his second year. He's in second year in the NBA. He's in been, the NBA. He's been a pro Since for six that, years. I, I agree with you. So that's why when people, all right, so when people come out and say, oh, is Luka better than LeBron now? I'd be like, no, you can't compare it because Luka been a pro since he was 13. He was sent away when he was 13. Imagine was playing LeBron James in the, played in the NBA 18 years old, right? And he was rookie of the year. He's the best high school player from 16, 17, 18, right? Imagine at 13, LeBron James said, you know what? AU basketball is too easy for me. I'm going in the summertime to, at that time, let's say, attack in Chicago. And the whole year, I'm going to, the summertime, I'm going to work out with all the pros. And then in the offseason, I'm going to work out with the Bulls. Michael Jordan, all those guys. Oh, my God, Michael Jordan's at the Wizards. I'm going to go to Washington. I'm going to live in Washington. I'm going to work out with Michael Jordan every day. You imagine that? I'm going to go to L.A. I'm going to work out with Kobe and Shaq. Every day, I'm gonna play against those guys. I'm not gonna play no games, like because you know in Europe, those guys play in the younger teams. They don't play no. They don't play with the bigger guys. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna work out with those guys every day. LeBron James would have been a beast. I agree with you. He was already a beast. They would have just been. No, 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 no. no. Right. So, so like you know, what I'm saying we talk about like the 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 European players are coming over and taking up. Like, look at the advantages they have, right? Some European and players. they they're but, literally starting at like three years old because at the yeah, basketball a academy them, a I was. Can, a lot of them can't even read too because they've been playing basketball. Since they start that's that's really everything like they're grooming them to be. It's like you're gonna be a basketball player, this hooper, and like they're in it. You feel me? I'm not even gonna lie to you. They they really teach them like the thinking game of it, the mm-hmm. strategy. You know, so 
It's a dope thing, man. So, uh, beloved, man. Yeah, um, we explained the young fella just said to tell you guys hello. He wanted to watch. Told me it was on your gram. My oh, youngin, man. Salute. Youngin out there, triple um, dubs. Triple double. Triple dubs mm. out there. Juco That's my guy. Double. That's my guy. Great guy. Mm-hmm. Good kid. Um, yeah, you know, so this episode today, uh, I call it a debrief. You are our first guest. You yeah. help kick off the movement. Um, obviously, you tribe. You in the house. First episode in, in the, the crib. crib. You know, obviously, aside from you being family, tribe, you guys are like, you guys took me in immediately when I got here. Sure. We've been family ever 12 since. Bus, the 12 bus stop. You ran up on me in the 12 bus stop. I said, yo, yo, me and Kel, we were trying to connect. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, yo, shit, I'm about to get on this bus stop. I'm about to get on this bus for one stop. Let's, let's figure it out. Let's talk. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yo, just exchange math and let's get up. And we exchange math and yeah. we kept it moving. Hey, my you know mama saying? know who y'all are. Oh, and just as we're back, just a random shout out, man. Shout out to my guy Sos. Shout out to my guy James out there in Israel going wild. Shout out to my man K Walk out there getting busy in Boston. My guy Young Tory Lanes, I see you, baby. Love. It's kid, beloved. But yeah, you know, what we were getting into, you know, you are our first guest. Obviously, we family. Uh, you know, y'all took me in with open arms. No, for sure. Years back. But also, we, we had you on because of your cultural equity in the culture of New York City, but also being an ambassador for grassroots basketball, but also being a marketer. Um, this is much. This is somewhat of a recap, yeah. Debrief episode because a lot has changed in your life. Life's changed. Um, personally, and professionally. For sure. Uh, you know, you you're a married man. Got married. Which is on the 21st, um. Twenty eighteen. Uh, which is. I a, respect that because I don't really got. I don't really have like a lot of my friends ain't like married. So, so that's kind of. So like, to jump know, on what you said, definitely right? Respect that. The fact that he's a pillar for so many young people in the community. I think it's something positive when they see a role model, a Not black right. man, married, you know what I'm saying? Don't got six or seven baby mamas. You know, you understand what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Showing uh, uh, a visual of met, stability and I monogamy. My, I met my wife when I was 18. I got married when I was 30. No, 29. I married when I was 29. I met my wife at 18. Mm. So that's something um, black men, young and old, you know, because I'm Uncle Junebug out here. You know, sometimes I'm doing foolishness, sometimes I'm not. But we need to see that. And, uh, you know, that's I needed to tell you that publicly, that, you know, we're proud of you taking that step. Um, and it's something that I think will change the thought process of a lot of the hey, young guys that at see. The, at the end of the day, man, hey, listen, I'm married. You know what I'm saying? I found one. I'm good. I'm not telling this everyone, hey, everyone, you got to be married. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, you know, It works for you. Find what works for you and do mm-hmm. it. That's it. You know what I'm saying? You know, don't... You know, it's so funny, right? You, you hear about... It's like, man, women... women say, I'm glad I'm married, man. Because women see men as, like, the baddest creatures on earth. So, it's like, you feel like it's like, oh, man, this guy's wasting my time. Like, man, there's women that waste God's time, right? Facts. You know what I'm saying? There's women, like... Talk about it. There's women, you know, who are adults and don't have a job and don't have a, like bring nothing to the table but sex mm-hmm. it's like that's not helpful like you know what i'm saying like i said i found one independent been working since i met her she was 16 years old it's working mm-hmm. yeah i was upset i'm in school you know no job but i'm playing college basketball i'm just like damn you got you got a job like pick up after work and all that like so you know what i'm saying like man all i can say is man you know find find someone you know one find someone that you got a connection with and you love but also, you know, find you no lazy one. You know what I'm saying? I think a lot, a lot of these women, man, they running in the clubs looking for the guy that's just, you know, spending spending money buying alcohol, and man, that's not a real connection. You know what I'm saying? You know, find someone that's gonna motivate you and and also help you, and y'all gonna build and be a strong team because that's that's what marriage is. It's, it's a team. Mm-hmm. Shout out to my man Cash about to write a book. Yeah, dropping oh, not relationship. You know, I always tell, I always tell people, man, like I would, I, I hate it writing. You know what I'm saying? But like. I can definitely talk it 
and someone else can, you know, record. Oh, you could do it. Audio, you could do it. Yeah. Audio book. Yeah, you could yeah, do yeah, that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I don't think I could. I'll be all over the place though. Someone had to put it together. You know what I'm saying? I, I, I oh up. yeah, somebody's gonna have to keep chapters. I've been messing up the chapters. But um, you know that's a big milestone in your life. But also, since the last time we had you on, you officially became. Are we pausing? Chicks like when they like they they might meet a chick in a club who was who was just there for the alcohol and the hookah, and now a year later y'all in a relationship and then you mad at her because she ran around. Because she's being who she is. And yeah, and then or then, and then it'd be like it was it was funny. I saw a meme and it said, um, "You mad at your baby daddy because he don't do shit." Like when you met him, he didn't do shit. Like <laughs> you didn't watch the preview, baby girl. <laughs> you thought some things was gonna yeah, change. You saw the poop and then you bought a movie ticket anyway. Makes no sense. Exactly, and I think that's that's the problem we have, man. Like in society, we 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 want to compare our lives to others. We want to do things because other people are doing it, man. Run your own race. You I know? think that's that's the I think that's the hardest, man. Everybody I just want to be, you know. Run your own race. Worrying about what others doing, why it's not happening to them, mm. instead of you know just keeping their head down and keep working, you know. It's interesting. It's corny. Man. So, Cash, man, uh, what have you ventured off to now, you know? Uh, so, I'll give you a quick backstory. Right now, I'm a, uh, a certified uh, MBPA, NBA sports agent. Um, I'm going to fill out the paperwork to get my FIBA license as well to work with overseas players. Um, for me, it was just something that I felt, you know, turning 30 was the right time. Um, I've always been that guy to help kids, you know, find high schools, find college, and I started to see like, if you wasn't a star, if you wasn't a lottery, if you wasn't a, an NBA player, like guys kind of just push you to the side. And for me, it was like, man, I just wanted to help. You know, I remember, um, I'm not gonna say his name, you know, we all know the guys very close to us, but um, him going into a situation fresh out of college and it wasn't the right one. And he was like, yo, man, like, I need your thoughts. I need you to figure it out. I'm just like, shit, like, I'm 20, 21. Like, I figured out. Met one guy and he was the right agent and he helped him and then this agent got some NBA players and he kinda did my best friend, you know what I'm saying? He was kinda shaky and I was just like, Okay, I see what this is, right? Yeah, guys, fuck him too. Guys, go are, ahead. guys are getting guys and then when they they get better and it's like you forget about who helped you to start and it's like, Alright, I see where it is and I gotta I gotta learn, right? And then it was so funny, like I was looking in my phone my my phone and my email like old pictures of me and my wife and Running across stuff, and I, I seen it was like 2011, 2000. Yeah, that graduated 2000. It was maybe like late 2010. I emailed about 20 different agents. Says, hey, because she's frat, she's graduated college. You know, I've been working in marketing. I played high school, college. She's on Iona. And I'm looking for internship, or you know, I'm trying to learn more about the business and crickets, nothing, no response. And it's just like, it's funny. I realized like, hey man, I gotta learn this thing on my own. Yo, I'm sorry to cut you off before you get into your story. You know why that's hilarious, yo? And until this day, I hold this grudge. And when I see him, me and him got to step aside. We got to have it just a conversation. Roscoe. Roscoe, bruh. I still remember. Senior year of college, junior Skullski. year. We've been going back and forth. You told me, yo, you was going to help me become an agent. You was going to put me under the wing, this and that and the third. I emailed you, done called you, bruh, everything, bruh, for like two years straight, ain't here from you. So just know, man, we just gonna have a conversation. So what you're saying, Cash, I totally get, and the problem I have with that is I don't understand why when people's in the business, they don't want to share information to help others, you know? I That bothers me, because I'm actually going through that like process right now, and I'm not understanding, because I'm like, yo, if I get my foot in this door, I know I'll kill that shit. 
that. I just need a little bit of information. That's it. And they're not giving that. No, realize, nobody wants to share information because they're insecure, insecure. with what you know yeah. and they feel threatened. They feel threatened. So they'd rather keep you I out. We, we talk about this a I lot know, off I camera. know, but it's, it's No nasty. more free labor, no it's more free nasty, IP. Yo. I realize people no more free threatening me and I was just like, man, like, what? I'm just trying to learn. I'm trying They're to... not outside. Yeah. They sit in front of the computer and surf the web. So you're outside. You have the relationships. You got the cultural was one, equity. I one time, right? Um, there was one agent and uh, it was 2011, and he was recruiting a friend of mine. And I was like, listen, I, I really don't know what they got going on. I'm not into. I'm just, you know, at the game supporting them. And I went to a game, and there's another agent there recruiting them, and he walked up to me, he's like, hey, what's up, Cash, how you doing? Introduced myself, I was like, oh, okay, cool. Agent texted me and said, oh, man, you're you're in with such and such? I, I, I seen you at the garden, you, you sitting there talking to him. Like, I'm like, wait, what? Like, I never met this person in my life. I just met him for the first time. Like, you know what I'm saying? He just said hello, I'm saying hello back, like we we're talking. And I was like, oh, I would never, like, never do business with that guy. And then two years later, the guy tried to hire me, not even remembering I'm the same guy he was What texting. happened? I'm not, he don't remember. I'm the same guy. He remembers. Guy. He tried that Jedi mind trick on me. So you. literally, he, he offered me a job for, uh, he offered me a job for $15,000 for a whole year. Slave wages. To, you know, help him bring NBA players and college recruits to his company. And at the time, we were living together. We were on Fordham. I was working at the Gal Shows, making $500 a month. I had the big room in the back. Our rent was six fifty a month. I was making five hundred a month, and our, our rent was six fifty. And I, I could have easily been like, "I'm gonna take this job, get this money." I didn't take the job. I just didn't. I didn't feel a connection with him. And um, literally, that was in July, August, and I took a couple of free meetings with him for some steaks. I um, was kind of hungry. And uh, January wound up getting a job in January for. Eight hundred dollars every two weeks, which was still slavery, <laughs> but it was it was something different and something better. And you know that was twenty thirteen, and I was like, you know what, I'm still gonna focus on, you know, learning about the agent business thing because when I when I step in, I want to be ready. So from I started in twenty the off the twenty like January twenty eleven, I started learning about it, studying and everything, and. Remember Dorian, like me and Dorian printing out the paperwork and telling me to take the take the exams and all of that. And oh no, it wasn't even an exam at that time. It was a FIBA exam, but it wasn't an NBA exam. And I just I didn't have the 5K to get the license for the NBA and everything. And I just say, you know, I just want to learn. I would go talk to people, and I realized that all right, you know, no one wants to even internship. No one wants to offer me a job. And just like, all right, I gotta just learn this thing on my own. And I kept building and had my job and on the side, and then. It got to a point where it was 2018, and I was like, all right, it's time, right? You've been at this for seven years, and you know what? I uh, was working at Jordan, and was consulting with Nike Basketball, and had an opportunity in, in August of 2018 to, you know, still consult with Nike Basketball and, you know, bring in some money. You know, I chose not to. Unemployed. Unemployed Floyd. <laughs> Tommy Strong, whatever you want to call me, um, I had some money tucked away and literally decided to say, "Hey, all right, I'm gonna now, I'm gonna take the test in January 2019, and I'm gonna study my butt off, and I'm gonna come in this thing correct." And I did that, and wound up connecting with some people, um, and it brought an opportunity to me about collaborating, and we just saying, "All right, listen, you know, what I'm saying, I'm." some things I see in the business that could change and I don't know what you got going on and just like hey listen honestly I don't have nothing going on and I don't have any clients <laughs> but I think you know what I'm saying we can put something together and then eventually do something big and eventually bring our team together right so it was you know it wasn't it wasn't about money it wasn't about you know, the name and the situation. It was just about starting something from scratch. Because I felt like there was a lot of companies in this business that, you know, it's not like no shame in it, but it was just like, they wanted me to come in and be the shorty. When, you know, I was just like, come on, man. I know more than my other guys. I got better relationships. I'm not doing that. So I felt more comfortable, you know, with the with the group I, you know, linked with. And 
I, I knew that we can build something special. So right now I'm in the process, you know, um, currently have Isaiah Briscoe as a client who's playing in Germany currently. My um, young boy, family. Briscoe, fat boy. Eric Davis Jr. Um, he played in Texas two years ago. Um, last year played in Serbia and Germany. Um, great kid, you know, knew him since he was a freshman in high school. So, you know, building with him and, and, and recruiting and, you know, get him, you know, and to start, I'm just, you know, starting to recruit the guys that I know and have personal relationships with. And sooner or later, I'm going to build up. To, I'm going to branch out to strangers. I'm around my stranger and just, if I can help, I can help. But, you know, for me, you know, it's not about a commission, right? It's about doing right by the player and making sure they're fine. Like, you got plenty of kids that. And building that relationship. I'm not going to say any names. I don't want to get anyone in trouble. But you got a kid that may be from Harlem, right? And he lives at home with mom, no dad. Or dad lives somewhere else, and grandma, and cousin, and sister, and guess what? He may go overseas to Europe in a year when he may make $50,000. But that $50,000 is going to make sure grandma's bills are paid, make sure the mm -hmm. house is fine. You know what I'm saying? They may be able to get off food stamps. You know what I'm saying? Like, what is it, a $5,000 commission for me? All right, not much, but I know I'm helping this kid in a better life, and, and that's what I'm in it for. It's not... I'm not in. I, I can't say I'm not in it for the money. I'm not. I, I'm a kid from the projects. My mom been living in the same apartment for fifty something years, right? I, of course, I want to make money at this, but the money is not what motivates me, right? The money's gonna come. I think what motivates me is seeing kids year after year, year after year after year, be mistreated, mm. and knowing that I can help and I can change it. That that's what motivates me. And the money is just a reward on top. It's the cherry on top. It's just cherry on top. I man, listen. I told you you should have been doing that a long time, man. Because I, I, I know it's kind of like been, crazy. Because you know like, when you think about it, right? But also like it's timing, you. Know, it's timing, I, right? I would if I jumped in four years ago, I probably wouldn't know what I knew now. No, right? I'm I, totally I, I right about like that. Things about timing. I jumped in at the right time. Beloved. Yes, sir. So. So cash, man. What, 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 what's, what's the ultimate goal for you? When, when, when you have said like, yo, this is the ultimate goal for me, right? Oh no! Before you give me that, can we touch on the, uh, the community work that you do? You know, in my homeland, the Dominican Republic. Oh man, I I love the Dominican Republic, right? Um, my wife, uh, her dad, it lives there. Her dad lives there. And uh, two years ago, we went to uh, Punta Cana for her birthday. And we said, all right, we're going to fly to Punta Cana. And then we're going to take a car service to Santo Domingo and spend three days with her dad. So I had a lot of, like, you know, used sneakers that I wanted to get rid of. I had some different sizes. And I said, all right, I'm just going to tell her dad to take me to the nearest park. I didn't know a kid. I didn't know anyone. And literally that day, he had his wife's nephews come to the house. I gave them some shoes and stuff. And we went to the, the nearest playground. Just so happened, you know, as you know, they call the playgrounds the clubs. Mm -hmm. And he used to run the club, but he's a lawyer, so his time is different. And I literally just sat, we sat there, and we gave away about 55 pairs of sneakers. And the kids were just so, like, so appreciative. And I was like, all right. You know, I'm coming back. When I come back, I'm going to bring some more stuff, right? And I came back in January. One thing I saw in November when we went, they had they had their league. They play after school, right? It's like their league. And they didn't have uniforms. They wore whatever they wanted. Like, if you was on a red team, you just had to bring a red shirt. Like, usually a tournament, it may be a rinky-dink t-shirt, and it all yeah. says the same thing. It didn't even say anything. Like, it was like, it was just one a kid in a Bulls shirt. jersey, one kid in a Rockets jersey. One kid in a Heinz ketchup t-shirt. As long as it was red, you were good. Yeah, yeah. And this is a Heinz ketchup like, t-shirt. You know All right, I'm going to bring some reversibles down here, right? So I brought down about 100 reversibles jerseys. So now these kids had uniforms. Yeah, we saw it. And they gave them a sense of pride. Yeah. And... You can't charge and use? No, no. There's one battery right there. Okay.
unless unless it, unless it talk about my Dykeman nights and being your big homie. You are not the big homie. I'm the big homie. Kenny Sat, what's good? Shout out to Sadio. You know yo, maybe you could get Kenny Sat to get on the show. Yeah, we're gonna get Kenny Sat when he come back. You know he's in Ohio right now. Got his, you know, his daughter at Ohio State, freshman, got his son playing Boston. Congrats. You know what I'm saying? Sad is definitely a guy I watch. Oh, he, uh, the son is out there in Ohio? Yeah. Oh. Sad is definitely a guy I watch. High school, college, street ball, summer madness. I remember summer 2006, Kenny Sad brought me and Corey Fisher to Kingdom, played with the grown men, with Uncle Ralph. We, we was out there, held our own, man. That was that was major. Uh, yeah, so... um. Yeah, so DR, um, is, we're from it. Go, DR, man. Um, so we brought the uniforms there. The kids were excited. And for me, it was something that like every I wanted to make sure I came two times a year. And um, the last time I went out there, uh, my boy Jamal and his crew out in Canada, they have this thing called the give back, the kickback. Sorry, it's like a give back, but they call it the kickback, where they give you know shoes to underprivileged kids. And he was looking for somewhere to do it. And I was like, um, well. Let's go to DR. And then he was looking for a date, and I'm like, yeah, let's try to do it either late September or late October, because, cause you know, my birthday's October 10th. And then he's like, ah, uh, that October 10th week kind of works for me. And I was like, all right, we'll just spend my birthday in DR, and we'll do a give back. And um, so it was like no club, no nothing. And I went to DR for my birthday, and, you know, we was able to give out, you know, over 75 pairs of sneakers. We gave out T-shirts. We did a basketball clinic the day one. Day two, we did a tournament, one game elimination. And I just think that, you know, it's so sad. Like you said, in the business, like, people kind of look out for kids if they can, if it can benefit them. Benefit where, them. That's the only way. And I think sad. in DR, those kids, you know, they live a rough life. You know, you, you've been there all your life, right? And I wish we can do something to get those kids over because all of us here play high school basketball, right? I went to Division One school in a basketball scholarship. He went to Division One school with academics. You went to Division Two school in basketball scholarship. Like, so it's like, man, those kids can come over here and, and live a better life. Mm -hmm. And actually try to get like and, an and, education. And right? get a job, education, meet new people, and just do different just things. Change the trajectory of their families. Exactly. And, I, and, I, and, I, and, I, and that's, when you talk ultimate goal, that's something that's on my list. Like, I want to be able to build that where I'm bringing kids from the Dominican Republic to come here and just have a better life. Um, also, I want to figure out, I'm nobody special, I'm 31 years old, sports agent, I'm like, I'm nobody special, but I've done a lot, accomplished a lot, I've been around. I want to see who's the next kid, 21, just like me, has those aspirations and dreams and be able to reach back yeah, and help him. Help somebody. Uh, I don't want to just do all this on my own. I want, share I want information, that's what we cut from a different cloth. Yeah, share yeah. information. You know what's funny, right? Uh, there's a lot of guys in the entertainment business, and, mm -hmm. and they talk about the next ones up and building, and they don't do that. And it's just like, man, why talk about it? They just want to take the information and leave you outside at the gate. Yeah, and that's not that's not what I'm trying to do. I'm really, really trying to help the next ones up, whether they're playing sports, whether they're announcing like my guy Jaden. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to Jaden Chiching. You know what I'm saying? Whether they're doing. Uh, Photos and articles like, you know, young Dave Cordova, Dave joints, right? JB, we should get JB up here, right? Jaquan, like, it's just so many things. It's like, man, share the information. Help out the next ones up, right? You know, you're going to be rewarded, you know what I'm saying? And I feel like I've been rewarded, you know, not financially, but, you know, for God. You invest from, in people. Yeah, yep. like, what, what am I holding information in for? What, what can I do with it? It was funny, I remember um, a kid saying back in, like, 2012, it's like, man, why do you come in, like, 2000, 2011, right before Rice closed? Why do you come to Rice practice and just give away a bunch of sneakers? And I was just like, I'm not playing anymore. What am I going to do with all these basketball shoes, right? I'm going to give them to kids I know that's going to wear them. Like, I, like, this whole sneakerhead thing. I, I remember growing up seeing guys mm. had a bunch of sneakers. A lot of y'all wasn't outside. I remember seeing I guys. gems, man. I remember seeing guys having, Still a, got some having gems a bunch of sneakers and they Different pair every day. Might have seen a different pair every time you've seen them, right? Now you got people who got tons of sneakers and they keep them in the house, like never more just to say they got them. Like, man, what are you, what are you doing with them? Like, when there's kids out here who don't have, like, so like I'm a big I'm a big believer in you know I give things to people who I know who need it and gonna wear it and gonna appreciate it. It ain't it ain't for clout. It ain't. And it's funny like people be like, 
man, why you didn't like why you didn't post that and all that? I was like, I'm not in it for the posting. I'm not. I mean, I do it because I, I really want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just crazy. So, man, um. On the recap, man, I think we basically touched everything that I wanted to touch on, man. And, um, you know, to get here, I know you're busy, man. I know you was coming from seeing the game, man, as well. Always, but, always, uh, always try. Still, still outside. Still outside, you know. Still outside. In this business, right, you get, you get, I realize you get agents, they recruit, uh, they recruit temperature, not talent, right? So they recruit who's hot, mm-hmm. right? For me, I enjoy, I went to see, you know, Eagle Academy, Ryan Queen, you know, my guys, Gary and his crew. I got to go. Versus s- Wings Academy, Billy Turnage and Sal and Mario and Doug. And those guys, right? It's Bronx rivalry. Like, I sat there, you know what I'm saying? I watched the JV game. I watched the varsity game. You know what I'm saying? I try to get tomorrow. I'm going to see St. Raymond's play against Cardinal Hayes. And then when I leave there, I, I want to see Scanlon play Stepping Act. They, right? play, they play SM Rays? SM Rays. So, like, I'm like. I think I might have Dimitri if I'm able to. Uh, if I'm done with the homeless thing, cause yeah. I I gotta see Mozzie, but I like him. Mali, yeah. I don't want to be I don't want to be that guy that's like, oh man, who are you? Like, where you been? Like, I want the kids to know who I am, right? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I played, visible. I played in the Catholic League, right? I played against the public school teams. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna be visible. I'm gonna be there. Like, and if you need help, I'm here. If you don't, no problem to you. Yeah, man. So, um, like I said before, man. Bless you. Bless the work you do, and I'm pretty sure, man. It's the re-up. 2020, the year, the stick-up. Yeah, we're going to come, you, come you, back. You, come you back and show 2020. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah. come back and show 2020. We're going to do we gonna do one before the summer, and then we're going to do one in the summer. A recap. Yeah, yeah, we and then we're going to tell you about the more players my man was able yeah. to get under we the belt, have, man. We're going to have people comment, like, man, why you keep being on the show? <laughs> nah, nah, nah. So? Cash is tried, man. And it's a wrap, man. It's the Hey Now Podcast. Yes, sir. Until next time. Hi, 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 hi.